0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous.
1: What's up everybody, this is Torres I am Alefe, And
2: we are Torres versus Zombies And you guys are listening to Jesse Pittsburgh and Zombie Anonymous I'm Jesse Pittsburgh And I'm a zombie-holic
1: I'm Freak And I'm a zombie-holic
2: I'm Micro
3: And I'm a zombie-holic
1: What's up guys? Not much
2: Everybody have a good week?
1: Yeah, Very it seems week. it's gone by pretty quickly
2: yeah, I agree with that. It has for me as well. So, what do we want to jump into first? We want to jump into our movie, or we want to jump into some iZombie? Does it matter? Either way.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really matter.
2: All right, I guess we can go with iZombie first. I'm finally caught up. Got the last three weeks under my belt now. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of excited that she she's got a boyfriend. I know. He just
3: happens to be gay one episode, but that's that's a okay. Yeah
2: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. I was laughing about that. When well, he was that... like rejecting her, I was just like, Aw, she needs a zombie boyfriend.
1: <laughs> I figured out it was the brains he was he had eaten early on. It's exactly. Like, I said they're watching that it's like, why didn't she realize what that is? And I think that's yeah. gonna make the show more interesting and keep it upbeat or in more along the long run. The different personality changes each episode.
2: That's right. Yeah, and now that there's two of them doing it. I haven't really noticed that happening to uh, the bad zombie. The blonde guy.
3: No, I think oh, you're I right. Don't I, I, I He's kind
2: of like just devious all the time.
3: But we only see him every... Lately, at least, every once in a great while. So yeah, that's anything, that, anything weird that's going on with him could be... Could be few and far between. Or... Maybe he has a brain of choice and he just takes a little nibble here and there to keep uh keep himself
2: locked into what he wants. Oh, good one. I didn't even think about that. That's that's a pretty good point right there.
1: And
3: maybe I also
2: noticed one of the first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was he actually made her into a zombie, so yeah. You're probably right. I still want them to find out like what actually caused it to happen, you know, like with that drug and everything.
3: I think they're getting closer the, This this week's uh, episode when everything cut out with the uh, the lab rats I, I'm going to have to go back and watch that bit Because I, I missed something I don't understand quite where it was going But we saw zombie rats So so we yes, have zombie we did. animals
2: yeah, oh, Yep, that's <laughs> something you don't see very often You're absolutely right I knew Freak liked that since he has a rat Yep yeah. I m- <laughs> must have missed that they were
1: actually zombies
2: Yeah, at the end they were eating each other It was crazy
1: His eyes
3: were it, a little right. red and beer than
1: usual
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Did you ever yeah. notice what her name was? No. Whose? Her name is Olivia Live for short, and her last name oh, yes. is Moore. Live Moore. Oh Christ. Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just noticed that like this past week. I was like, oh my god, that is so cool. Oh, that the puns, they hurt. Yes, they do, they do. <laughs> but no. I'm really interested to see and I was really sad because I thought her like ex-fiance was killed by that big huge zombie with the American flags shoes he stole oh yeah <laughs> but he was actually just knocked out so we were good I don't know, I like that dude I want to know what
3: social worker goes around breaking into cars for <laughs> try... real I know some social workers, never in my life have I seen any of them willing to do that
2: that's true, that's
1: true well, he's looking for kids.
2: Yeah, that's that's true. That's fair. Yeah, and they're I'm guess guessing they're going to be finding them very soon. <laughs> Hopefully, but... not in zombie form. I thought they said
1: they found some of the bodies buried of the the missing boys.
2: They did at that house with where they were keeping the girls.
3: Yeah, I kind of want to see how that all comes connects comes together. That
2: that was really weird. Like that's like almost like cult. Well, that's yeah. what they said. They formed their own religion.
3: Yeah, yeah, they did.
1: Now, what Crazy. I was wondering... Oh, I can't remember if it's last week or the previous week's episode. The lady, That's okay. We're doing all three. Yeah, the lady ordering <laughs> the brains from the bad guy. Then she ate his delivery boy. And so when he was attacking her, when he showed up, I wondered what happens if a zombie eats another zombie's brains.
2: Mm. Do, Good does, question.
1: Would he get their memories for a while? Have the same psychic impressions?
2: Oh, that's that's a good point. I don't know if they're going to cover that or not on this show. We'll see. Huh. Would be interesting, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, it would be. I don't know if it's if it's just the brain tissue that they need. I I guess it would work. I don't.
1: I don't know. I don't know. How I about it that? Depends nasty... on if their brains are rotting.
2: How about Yeah, how about that nasty, bloated dude that she had to eat his brains? That was Ugh. so gross. I,
3: I gagged a little bit.
2: Yeah, I was just like, oh, could you imagine not only how bad that smells, but how bad it tastes? Oh, I wouldn't eat a regular brain, let alone that one. Speaking of, when this
3: guy, the, the, our social worker, breaks into this car and they they open this, this little snack pack and find brains, why? what police officer is not at least going to say... Okay, it's probably calf's Let's check this out. I, yeah, he was just like, oh,
2: okay. Like, people yeah, normally fair. eat that.
3: <laughs> but, flip side, uh, we, we now know that, uh, the, what, the chief of homicide is a zombie?
2: Yeah, that was maybe, so cool, too. Maybe there's more on the
3: take than <laughs> yes, I to, forgot to, to, that. just him. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a
2: few of them. Yeah, maybe, hey, maybe that dude was like, oh, well, I'm saving this for later. We're not turning this in for evidence. <laughs> it's like a donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but yeah, I th- I'm really getting into it. I really like where it's going with the show, and and I can't wait till next week.
3: I know it's it's really impressing me. I didn't expect it to be nearly this good. I, I thought it was going to just kind of it was going to be another CW show. But they've really stepped up their game all across the board with their with their shows lately, and this one it doesn't disappoint. It's right right on par with everything else.
1: All week, their shows that well, the ones I watch have been great. It's Like The Flash yeah. and Arrow First five minutes of both of those Were just bombshells
3: Yeah yeah I've, I've heard I, I have watched it myself I've heard a lot of good things About about a lot of what else they're offering I've seen bits and pieces here and there It's, it's not the same network That it was a few years ago When it was just kind of falling apart With crappy teen dramas
2: Yeah <laughs> that and crappy sip, sitcoms yeah. That's all it was I think the, um, I don't remember if it was the last episode of iZombie or the one before that, but it was called Flight of the Living Dead. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of a cool homage as well (laughs) to, uh, I guess what'll take us right into our movie for this week, the original 1968 Night of the Living Dead. I was really excited just to, I wasn't even that far from there. Just a couple of, you know, just last week and I'm definitely going to visit next time I go back. I've got to get to Evan City. I don't think I've ever been out even near there.
1: Time
3: to, time to book yourself a ticket.
2: Yeah, an hour north of <laughs> Pittsburgh. My aunt actually has a, um, a camp up in Butler County, Pennsylvania, which is not much further than Evan City. So I can't wait to go back up there again. And, and I'm really looking into coming up in October. So I may get to meet you up there, Eric. You definitely should. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, something, it's funny to watch this movie... After you, bet, you can look and you can say, "I was standing right by that tombstone. I was standing at the chapel. I was actually the spot they're in right now. I was standing
2: there when you were dedicated." Uh, I would be so excited. Knowing me, I would come home and make the kids watch the movie with me and be like, "Look, we were right there. We were right there. Oh my god, we were right there!" Yeah, I'm I'm really excited.
3: And it's, not, I mean, you can do that in the uh, in the cemetery. The the farmhouse is, is long gone. It the, the
2: I read that. The,
3: yeah, the house was actually torn down. As, as they were shooting, they, the, the house was essentially abandoned. They said, we'll rent it out for you. And when you're, if, when you're done, if you're just bulldozing it anyways, can we do whatever we want?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah sure. absolutely. <laughs> I actually was looking some stuff up on, on that. Let me see if I can find it again while we're discussing. But um, I found a little thing that had, like, uh, kind of, like, bloopers or a little, like, trendy facts about Night of the Living Dead. And then... Um, like mistakes that were made in the movie mm-hmm. that you probably would would notice after you've seen it a few times like in a row, but you wouldn't notice like I've seen this movie a million times and I never noticed half the stuff that I read on this little site. so right let me, let me give an example here. Um, in the beginning, when Barbara finds the corpse at the top of the farm fa- house stairs with its face partially eaten away, Later on, when Ben drags the corpse into another room, you get a fleeting glimpse of its face, and it shows no signs of decay of any sort. So, so little stuff like that. And there was another thing about, um, let me see. In the 30th anniversary version of the new footage, it is revealed that the first zombie we see, who we know is Bill Heinzman, the one that kills Johnny. Yeah. He died in the electric chair. So, if that was the case, he should be bald with a large burn on his scalp, but he has a full head of hair. So, little things that they would probably have put in movies these days that would kind of, like, make more sense, mm-hmm. they kind of, like, forgot. Like, there's a scene where Barbara runs away from the zombie in the graveyard in the beginning and she's barefoot. Then when she falls down, her shoe falls off. Yeah. So, so if you remember those parts, I mean, it's a pretty good little, little sight. It's called... MovieMistakes.com So you can look up probably any movie you want Not just the Night of the Living Dead I know that they I,
3: I heard that they added that, that scene Into the very beginning when they were talking about how, Where the, where this first zombie came from I really want to know if that's actually Officially canon If that's something that's accepted as part of the universe Or if it just kind of got tacked on by somebody else After the fact Right. So oh. I, I don't know I, that's, a, that's a question to ask at Living Dead this year
2: yeah, that's a good question. You're right. Hopefully, we'll have an interview so we can put it on the podcast for everybody
3: to hear. That would be sweet. It'd be awesome. And that's that's the great thing about this movie, is that the folks that acted in it, they know everything about this movie, because mm-hmm. it, it was a small, tight-knit outfit that never expected to get this big. So, when they were shooting, it was, it was a typical low-budget horror movie. Every actor was also director of photography, production assistant, this, that, the other. They all did everything. There was no one that was just an actor or there was no one that was just principal photography. They did everything and that means that Judith O'Day, I I sat and listened to Judith O'Day talk about costuming and makeup and photography and how every single thing that they did and it's amazing how much of every job that they knew.
2: I know, that is really cool. I remember you telling us that before. It's just amazing, you know, today's movies, you know, you have one person that's doing this and one person that's doing The actors are not you know, doing two or, two or more jobs, so yeah, it's you don't, you don't really tell the awesome. actor, "Hey, go
3: tape down that cable."
2: Oh yeah, they'd be like, "Excuse <laughs> me, you didn't pay me for that." Uh huh. <laughs> well, I wrote down some some funny points, and then I did find that site as well. That um, it's on IMDb as as you know had different little facts about the movie. Like one that I thought was pretty cool is like even on The Walking Dead, they kind of let us know what the zombies are really eating, the mm-hmm. actors are eating, so. Our zombies from Night of Living Dead, or ghouls, as they like to be called, um, they were actually eating roast ham covered in chocolate sauce. And they said the film filmmakers joked that it was so nausea, nausea-inducing that it was almost a waste of time putting makeup on the zombies as they end up looking pale and sick anyways. That <laughs> would be gross, chocolate and ham. Yeah, you would so. think they'd at
1: least use barbecue sauce.
2: Yeah, but I guess back in the day, chocolate was kind of like the look they were going for well, you know, because it was just, black and white. Yeah, that's what and I was that's, about to say. that's the
3: beautiful thing about back about black and white. The, a black and white camera, the even if some if chocolate sauce and barbecue sauce might look pretty similar color wise, when you put it in black and white, they completely they pop completely differently. And that's why the car at the at the beginning, for instance, there was argument and debate about what color that car was because they're – Anyone outside the original cast really didn't know, and there, it's such a specific color that gets you that exact
0: shade right. of gray. Exactly. It's,
3: it, it's that's there's something about black and white, and I, I wish we would keep we would do more with it now than than what we are because it really there's it's artistic. There's a lot of it nuance is. It to is. it. That's why I think I want to say that the blood that they used in the it wasn't they it wasn't red either. I think they used like a, a really funky shade of something that you know what it better
2: was. Better. It's funny you should say that. They actually used Bosco chocolate syrup to simulate the blood in the film. <laughs> so it wasn't even like a concoction to look like blood; it was freaking chocolate syrup. And that was so a they didn't was have to cool. worry about
3: matching color; they had to ma- to worry about it looking.
2: I'm guessing for con- yeah consistency yeah. And, and all of that. that's what they were. It's so funny that you had asked that though because I was just reading it. <laughs> but they had a lot of really good, you know, little, you know, tips and things on this on this site, and um, you know, the people can go to it and just look up on IMDb, look up Night of Living Dead, and you'll be able to read all kinds of crazy facts that you would never have known without reading it on here. Did you know that, um, here's another one, George Romero smashed a butterfly on set to prepare everyone for a difficult scene. Much to their shock, it was such an unpleasant moment in an otherwise pleasant shoot. So, (laughs) He kills butterflies to make zombie movies. It's kind of crazy. <laughs>
3: this this doesn't entirely surprise me.
2: Really? Well, you've actually met him, so. I mean,
3: he's he was dedicated to it. Any I, anybody who spoke who talked about him and just meeting him, he was he was focused. He was dedicated to the art, and that's. I if I if I understand correctly, the last movie he's going to make in this series is going to be an ab- adaptation of. Uh, Schlusman's zombie autopsies and that's Ooh. I, I want to see what he does with it because that's that's that I read that brings to it, nobody else can do that I, we've seen other zombie movies you know Romero's work when you see it and that's I, the other thing I'm curious about uh, Romero's son if I'm not mistaken is going to be directing a zombie movie not too long from now I think it's a I, maybe not a sequel but it's going to be something else in the in the living dead universe but it's not exactly canon okay so i I guess
2: he has, uh, he has dad's blessing. So we'll, we'll see what he does with it. That'd be really cool. Cool. So some stuff that I wrote down about night of living dead, of course, you know, we're also walking dead fans and other zombie movie fans. So what you don't see a whole lot is, you know, the zombies picking up bricks and, and smashing windows with, you know, tools and, You know, later on in the movie, the the little girl zombie kills her mother with a spade for the garden. You know, that's not something that most zombies aren't able to do that kind of stuff. So, I, I did pick up on that. I also want to know why the first zombie didn't actually even eat Johnny. He just kind of, like, knocked him down and he passed out and he just left him there. I don't think he ever actually even bit him or anything. He just kind of like knocked him over, and went after um, Barbara. Mm-hmm. It could have something to do. with... They, they always
3: say that with a, a wild animal's attacking, you play dead because they don't they don't want something that's already dead. So he falls down, knocks his head, lights go out, zombie's not interested anymore. Mm, that could be. So I, I don't know. We really I don't think we see anybody else die that way. In, anywhere in the series that i can i can think would be comparable so we really don't have anyone else to to compare it to just thought it
1: was
2: kind of strange but
1: we but we do see them eating and ripping apart dead bodies later so i'm not sure if that yeah later matter.
2: on you do you do i also thought it was funny when they were out there um actually my daughter was up here when i was i was watching it and they were the zombies were destroying that truck, that beautiful, awesome truck that was outside. <laughs> and I'm like, "This is why we can't have nice things," because we got zombies running around breaking everything. Though, so, again, them using things to destroy things—not very zombie-like.
3: No, I, I mean there are there are a few cases here and there that you see that this it happens, but it is it's very rare. I, I think uh, what was it? Maybe season uh, episode. The very second episode of The Walking Dead, the uh, when they were those items yeah. were smashing in the department store window.
2: Yep, I think we
3: saw them use a rock there. But other than that, yeah, I, I mean in the in the Living Dead universe, tools aren't really a thing. At least not until we start getting towards uh, Land of the Dead when they're starting to regain. Yeah, they're, you know, yep. they're doing that evolution that Romero loves.
2: Yeah, and then they can talk and everything. I don't like those zombies. They're not supposed well, to talk. Well, in um, <laughs> okay
1: in Taurus. Day of the Dead,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was my teacher. <laughs> True.
1: It could be wrong. It's been years since I've seen it, but in Day of the Dead, then doesn't Bud use a gun? Or
2: is handed uh, a gun? You know what? And Bub is my use- favorite. He is my favorite zombie. Even though he can do all that stuff, he is my favorite. So it kind of fits canon-wise
1: with zombies using tools. They kind of have the memory, and that's most part of what uh, it mentions in Dawn of the Dead that they go to the malls because that's what they remember.
2: Right. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a very good point. Another place I could have visited when I was in Pittsburgh—it's—it's it's... Monroeville Mall.
3: <laughs> it's not. It's different than what it used to be. I mean there there was a lot of stuff that used to be there that has moved out. Oh, the, I... the Living Dead Museum is not there anymore. It moved out to right. the city. The, any of the plaques that said, this happened here, that it, it, right. it's, all, it's all gone. It's still worth a visit, just to say I've been there. But...
2: Well, I have been there, but I was a kid back in the day, you know, when I went there. And I didn't go there because I liked zombies. I went there because my mom took me there shopping. Right. But um, <laughs> I would like to go just... I remember whenever they did tear down certain pieces of that mall, they were selling, like, the elevator wires and, like, bricks and, and different pieces of the mall that you could buy and, like, have a piece of it.
3: They've, they've still got them for sale at the at the museum. They've got uh, bits and pieces. I thought about buying one when I was down there for, for Living Dead, but not yet. I know it God. was,
2: like, $20 <laughs> for, like, a little tiny piece of whatever. But, I mean, to <laughs> own a piece of history,
3: I would, I would do oh, it. Absolutely. I just wasn't ready to commit to it just yet. <laughs>
2: Right, right. (laughs) I know they had them for sale. I had saw them online at some point. I don't remember. It was like last year or the year before I had seen them. And I was doing the same thing. I was like, oh, I really should get like a piece of that. But again, you know, it was probably broke at the time for whatever reason. But hey, it happens. So like who has like an entire box of nails in their junk drawer? (laughs) Since Ben found an entire box of nails in the junk drawer so that he can nail all the tables and everything to the windows. Maybe not entirely full. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I've there had might be one or two missing,
1: but they're
3: mostly Yeah. Two. Yeah, it was
2: like yeah. an entire box. I'm like seriously, I might have had like three or four nails in my junk <laughs> junk drawer with some screws and some bolts and some rubber bands. Never yes, an entire think... box of nails.
1: I don't think I've ever bought a box Unless I needed it right then,
2: right. Yeah. Unless you were building a house, <laughs> it was a huge <laughs> box of nails. I mean, I've always
3: grown up with having a bunch of having boxes of nails around because my dad did. He, he would work with wood. He did a lot of contracting this and that, but never a full box. I think there, you'd always have these odds and end boxes, and then you'd end up with a, a bin of nails that some of them were the little yeah. quarter-inch nails, and there were some of the great big railroad spike-looking things. Yeah, they never matched. No.
2: God but it is a farmhouse, that, I you want never my know. Match. Exactly. So we <laughs> all need to go, <laughs> you know, get a big box of
1: nails for your junk drawer. <laughs> well, it was a farmhouse. They may have needed plenty of nails.
2: Well, yeah, still. <laughs> 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 I've never had that many nails that match in my junk drawer. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I also noticed uh, Mr. Cooper's a dick. <laughs> what? Mr. Cooper is a dick.
3: Oh, is a dick. Yes.
2: Okay. What did you I, think I said?
3: I, all I heard was Mr. <laughs> Cooper's dick. <laughs> Ew.
2: I think I, I would have picked somebody a little more attractive.
3: I was I was concerned because I've seen this movie enough times I thought I would have noticed something like that
1: happen. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so he's a dick. Anyways, um... And then they had a Dr. Grimes on the TV who was on the news channel, and I picked that up. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. So, um, and he was actually, they had little, um, like, different areas popping up on the news station, like, all around Pittsburgh and surrounding areas. And Latrobe Fire Station was one of them. I just wanted you to know the Pittsburgh Steelers practice at Latrobe. <laughs> so I wrote that down as well.
1: Yeah, I always like the beginning news reports in Dawn of the Dead.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, those are really good too.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that in years either. I love the original more than the remake.
2: Well, that could be next week's movie if you'd like. I love that movie. Oh, right. uh, I, already, I already have a suggestion for next. Oh, okay. Movie. What
1: you got? Uh, Poultry guys. Poultry uh-huh. guys. Is uh-huh. that on Netflix? Like the Living Chicken Dead. Yeah. Oh Lord. I think it's I've a seen a it on film.
2: there but I have never watched it. A this trauma. Is I've not seen. I'm writing this down so I don't forget. Poultry Geist. <laughs> okay. Let's
1: see. I know there's more to the title. It's like the night of the living chicken or something like that.
2: Alright, we'll check that one out. Good lord. I watched it once
1: years ago. And all I'll say is it's not as bad as Toilet of the Dead.
2: I do well, not plan on watching that.
3: Better than Toilet of the Dead is a really low bar to set. That's just pretty much setting the bar on the ground. And I supposed to Step over it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, I also You'd have noticed to step
1: on a crack, and that's still a higher bar.
3: Basically, yeah.
2: <laughs> on Night of the Living Dead, um, the whole thing about you know lighting them on fire, like in the beginning, that was like the big thing to kill them, and then at the end of the movie, they're like, "You must shoot them in the head." And then they called them maraudering ghouls. So they were marauders. You know,
3: I never really thought about it before, but that kind of makes sense. In the beginning, burn them, burn them, burn them. And then at the end, no, don't. We're seeing there at the very beginning when nobody really knows what the hell to do yet. So I think that kind of flies under the radar, but it makes sense. Nobody really knows what to do, so they're just kind of making it up as they go.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, they don't really know what's going on, so you're right. That does make sense
1: fire stops just about anything and if you shoot something and it doesn't stop it you may not realize that you need to shoot specifically the head
3: yeah right. that's so true so
1: maybe guns aren't effective
3: and I think it might be a conversation for another day but then we what headshot works and what headshot doesn't if it if it hits and it, it goes just right and doesn't hit whatever necessary part of the brain is required how many people are going to freak the fuck out when they shoot it in the head oh it my god still it still die yep nope, that's it, that's all she wrote.
2: That's true, they've never really covered that on, like, The Walking Dead. I mean, maybe it's happened a few times on a few zombies, you know, like, yeah, they hit it in the wrong part of the head and it's still coming, but right. I don't think I've heard anybody talk about it, like, you know, does it have to be, like, the temporal lobe or, or whatever?
3: We've I, I think we've heard some of the podcasts talk about it in bits and pieces, but... It's, I mean, we assume that, that they have no higher thinking ability, so obviously the, the frontal cortex isn't a thing. I'm thinking it's anything in the, the lower, the reptilian brain, that everything below, like eye level and below, that's where you want to go. Brainstem, brainstem up and then eye level below. Anything in there I would think would be enough to, to knock it on its ass.
2: See, but they always show them stabbing them, like, in the head and, like, in the eye. And Well, you said eye level or below, but... Right. I've even seen them get them in the back of the head on The Walking Dead, and then that was good enough, so it, it's kind of strange.
3: Well, imagine if, if, a lucky a lucky headshot with a, a stab with a screwdriver and it goes right in between the hemispheres down to the uh, Corpus callosum, the, the split in the middle, and it doesn't actually hit anything. How freaked the fuck out would you be when you see a zombie <laughs> with a head screwdriver stuck through its head still coming at you?
2: Oh, I would be freaking anyway just to have a zombie coming at me, let alone what? with a screwdriver.
1: Well, I think if you stabbed it with the screwdriver and it didn't stop you, would keep stabbing until it, it keeps quit coming at you just because you've always been told to destroy the brain.
3: Right. That's true. Oh,
1: that's true. And I wonder if they just have it so that you have to destroy the brain just because we assume they're eating brains.
2: Mm, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe that's where the muscle memory is That that part of the brain. We have to look that up. Yeah. I wonder why it would be the front part of the brain that would have to be destroyed like what does that control is that isn't that where your memories are
3: front part tends to be higher level thinking that's that's the uh, the frontal cortex and the uh, frontal lobe that's higher level reasoning spatial relation which is uh, uh, no I don't want to say spatial relation because that's probably wrong if, if anybody out there <laughs> knows brain uh, brain science please fact check this because Christ knows I'm not Um... <laughs> <laughs> But as I under- higher level stuff happens in the front of the frontal cortex, and then all the, the the really basic animal instincts that happens down way down deep towards the toward the bottom towards the brainstem. The, the further up you go in the brain, the more higher level function you get.
2: Okay, that makes sense. I might look a little bit of that up this week and see what I can find.
3: Get our so uh, neuroscience degree over the weekend.
2: Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know,
1: maybe that's part of why the zombies get smarter as time goes on in the romero universe the brain dies and kind of comes back to life from the bottom up as time goes on and so that's a good point they may have to be zombies a lot longer maybe months years before they eventually start to talk
3: how ironic would that be you you become a zombie and you're when you're at your most fresh You're just this mindless eating machine. By the time you kind of evolve back to normal, you're so rotted away that there's nothing. That, that, that's got to be the absolute worst thing imaginable. You finally clawed your way back from dead to functioning. Right. And what the hell do you have? You've you've got three quarters of an arm and one finger.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe your body will start repairing itself.
2: We're not chameleons.
3: (laughs) That'd be a hell of a jump, but... uh, I mean that's Romero's kind of tracking that way. I don't know if he's going to go that far, but he could
2: yeah, he could. I don't
3: think I'd, I honestly don't think I'd like it. I'd be very I'd be kind of upset if that happened. But
2: well, that could be. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie, The Returned. I don't think so. It was people who had gotten, and it's been like a year since I've seen it, but it was on Netflix, and it was people who had gotten infected by the zombie virus, and they go and they have to get these shots or they will start turning into zombies. This this shot like kept them from turning.
1: Yes, oh, I think yeah. I watched it. And that. then like
2: certain people were very prejudiced against them because they knew that they were infected. Mm-hmm. I would have to go back and rewatch the movie cuz I only saw it once, but it was really interesting like the way that they they took the story. Right. So, that might be yeah. one that we need to put on our list for future future movie to to review but i i really enjoyed it and it was a totally different thing that i've ever seen definitely all right let's see um we do, do you guys have any more to go on that i have one question okay oh, okay
3: when i when i first saw this this movie i was in college and it was it was halloween and being that it's free one of the clubs showed it for halloween and when i saw it my first thought was this is absurd. This is this movie is corny. It's cheesy. It, how do you think it, it holds up? That, looking at it now, I have a different perspective on it. But do you think that it holds up as a film in terms of the acting, the shots? It, do you think it it, it still holds its, it holds its own?
2: I think it does, um, being that it was one of the first. I mean, there are a few earlier zombie movies than this one. But it was one of the first ones that I'd ever seen. There... Right. They went a little over the top on Judith O'Day's uh, acting at times. I was like, seriously. (laughs) Like, she's sitting there talking to him about her brother being out there, and then she's like, oh, my God, it's really hot in here. Like, she's going to start taking her jacket off, whatever. And then, you know, it's just certain things that she did. I was just kind of annoyed. (laughs) Right.
1: I think for the most part, yeah, it does hold up. I think the only problem somebody day-watching it... It's just if they have a problem with black and white,
3: right? It's and like my kids,
1: me, my kids. My right. kids might not really care for it just because it's in black and white.
3: Right. That's that's true. That's fair. And I, I think for me, being that I've, I'm a '90s child, I grew up. I I never saw <laughs> '90s. Of,
2: I know
3: <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the really good stuff was I, before I was my in time. And I, just, I, I saw the shit that happened in the '90s. Right, (laughs) so I didn't have that proper appreciation. Now, I mean, that was a whole other story. But
1: well, now you can find a bunch of the old stuff. Yeah, Yeah. more easily.
3: Yeah, it 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 just wasn't accessible when I was when I was younger because it was you could go to the video store, but right most of that stuff was phased out for whatever new release was
2: coming out. And then the internet was just starting, so we didn't have the stuff like we do now.
3: Yeah, that dialogue and he, is not very good for finding. Oh noise. no, I don't miss that
2: noise at all. Well,
1: you don't? I love at that. Your, noise. No, but but even at your age, going to the video store, seeing a movie black and white, that when it picked when it piqued your interest.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely right.
2: I think it depends and on the like, person. Like I, like my, I
1: had a black and white TV when I no, was. I did
2: too. <laughs>
1: Into middle school, in my bedroom. Right, and so and it would come. This would come on, so it didn't matter to me that it was black and white because everything I was watching was black and white yeah. on that TV. <laughs> right. But and I, I remember seeing definitely... this probably before I was ten.
3: Wow! Oh my! And that's and I think there's a really big difference between what, not even just the fact they're black and white, but you get the the older black and white movies that are they concern the classics like Night of the Living Dead. Gone with the Wind, Citizen Kane, these old movies. They're, the acting is completely different. It is it is kind of an over-the-top acting style, just because that's how it was done.
2: Right. And like, I, I like... noticed um, what was her name? Judy, when she was talking to Tom. She kept saying his name, like, at the beginning of what she was saying, and at the end of what she was saying. And I was just like, oh my god, so right. corny. But that is, that was the time back then. That's the way they did it. So, most movies from that era, they like, Tom why are you doing that Tom you know she kept saying it over and over and I was like seriously <laughs> but yeah it is the style from that time it is 1968
1: well it probably helps people remember names it's like a lot of shows I watch now I don't remember a lot of the characters names right and, it's, and just because they're not said yeah and and that holds true to life though I have friends whose names I don't know. Part of it is because I have lots of friends with nicknames. (laughs) But there's a guy I went to high school with. There's a guy I went to high school with my senior year. Saw him every day. We played Magic the Gathering after school just about every day. Great Dalmoody. And I could never remember his name. (laughs) But it didn't matter because nobody was using his name. We would just be looking at the person we were talking to. So why do we need to call him by name if they know who you're talking to? There's ways to get around it. Obviously, I did.
2: Right. S- <laughs> since
1: then, I do remember that his name's Mike.
2: Oh. <laughs> It'd be Wait.
3: a bitch to find someone on Facebook now, but uh, you know, the, other than that,
1: it works. <laughs> well, I don't know his last name. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and and there's know,
2: probably like 73 zillion mics on Facebook. I know Always. tons of mics. We should take a poll. How many mics are on Zombie Anonymous' mm-hmm. Facebook <laughs> page? <you> <laughs>
1: I can think of one, two, three...
2: (laughs) We don't really need to count them right now.
1: Three that are on my friends
2: list. (laughs) I have several. I have cousins named Mike. (laughs) Michael is actually my youngest son's middle name. It's also my father's middle name. It was my grandfather's name. (laughs) If your name is Mike and you're listening
3: to this, hit us up on the Zombie Anonymous Facebook page. Let us know who you are, Mike. (laughs) Mike,
2: Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is.
3: And do not do it on Wednesday.
1: <laughs> I, I have two Uncle Michaels.
2: <laughs> yeah. I have cousin Michaels. But anyways. Alright, let me see. Um do we want to do our listener questions on Facebook? Or did you have another topic you wanted to get to first before that? This one looks a little extravagant.
3: Oh uh, we're already already come up on an hour in. Do we want to save that one for next week?
2: Um, we could do, we could do one of them, because we actually have two. Let's do the two questions, we can save the last topic for next week. Sounds good. We could do that, yeah, because I need to read on that topic anyway, so, so that's a good idea. All right, we'll go with, um, Scott Spencer on Facebook says, first off, fast or slow zombies? Um, you want to cover the first part of his question and then get in. He's actually have a couple within one question.
1: Let's start with the Let's first one. Play around.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: which, which would I prefer, or which we think will happen?
2: I'm thinking what he thinks we would think would happen. I'm gonna say I would prefer slow. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Exactly. I can't run for shit. So, slow zombies, please. If we're going to have them, make them be slow.
1: I would say that if it did happen, they might start out fast. They don't have the restraint we do to exert our muscles. So, they'd use them as best they could and to the full extent. But as their muscles got damaged and their bodies aren't repairing them,
2: then they'd be slower eventually. And that's how they are on The Walking Dead, if you remember from the beginning how it's broken down through the, through the seasons. Yeah. And Brigham Mortis though. Yeah. Mortis, but they were faster and more alert and they could, and they were picking up things and hitting stuff with it. So right. it eventually trailed off. Micro, what's your take on that?
3: I'm with freak to a point. I, I I'm going to be difficult here. Um, so <laughs> it, when a person first dies, they're just as limber as they were when they were alive. They can run just as fast. Duh, 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 then rigor mortis sets in. So they start off fast, then they stiffen up, and then you got the slow walker that we're used to from Night of the Living Dead. Used to, they get slow, stiff, shambly. The thing that people forget about rigor mortis is it releases after a couple days. Rigor mortis subsides, and then they're still. They're not. They're never going to be as as loose as they were when they were fresh, but they'll be. Probably 75% of that again. So I'm Fresh thinking it's zombies. going to be kind of a kind of a bell curve where you've got fast, slow, fast-ish, and then it's going to be just... They're going to kind of peter back out to slow as they decay. If they decay. But we'll talk more about that in a bit.
2: Right. Yeah, that that well, makes it sense it to mo- me.
1: It might depend on how much they damage their muscles before rigor mortis set in.
3: Oh, for sure. I think that's going to have something yeah. to do with it. Uh, absolutely. Because, like you said, they're... They're most like if, if they don't have any higher brain function, they're going to be all or nothing, one hundred percent or zero percent, stop or start. So they're they're not going to know. Hey, my arm's about ready to fall off. Should I maybe give this eighty <laughs> percent? No, I'm going to be on that till my arm falls off.
1: Yeah, I'm sure a zombie trap who died in the house, nobody's bothered it. Might surprise you being yeah, a lot yeah. faster than you'd be used to.
2: Well, I think it depends on how they died as well. You know. If they were in a, a car accident or something, they're going to have some kind of damage to their body. You know, say they got bit, got in their car, and took off, and then, whoop, I'm a zombie. You know, crash the car. They're going to have damage. Yeah, for sure. So, it depends on how Unless they the die. car
1: drives itself to Eric's house.
2: Oh! <laughs> Fuck those self-driving cars in this apocalypse. With the walker bomb. All right, the other part of uh, Scott Spencer's question... And, uh, if you were, and I don't know if, I I think I know, um, micro knows what this is. I'm not sure if you do, freak. Um, if you were on one of the Pittsburgh inclines, mid-run, and the zombie apocalypse happens, quotations, zombies are at the top and at the bottom of the ride, would you jump off and try to get away, or would you try and fight your way through when the ride stops? Um, I guess in order to answer this question, I have been on this numerous times throughout my lifetime. My children have been on it. Um, basically, for those of you who don't know what an incline is, it's like a little train car that goes up and down the mountain on a track. Um, it's very steep. If you've ever been to Pittsburgh before, I'm talking, we've got some angles you wouldn't believe that you have to drive up and down. Um, the incline are also on the side of the mountain. Um I would probably if I could get and I had a weapon on me, if I could get one of the windows a little bit open so that I could shoot zombies from the top and the bottom, I would probably go for that. Because if not getting out of the incline, I don't think you can do that unless it's stopped. And as steep as that hill is, even if you get out, your ass is going to fall and you're going to roll down to the zombies that are waiting at the bottom so it's kind of tough you can look it up online one's the Monongahela Incline and the other one's the Duquesne so you can look them up if you don't know what they are or what they look like or how they go up and down the mountain
3: even if you do, take another look at them because they're nice to look at
2: they are, and they're fun to ride <laughs> Just I don't, I don't think they'd be very fun if there were zombies up and down
3: No, I, there's, there's nothing I like about this question because there's, there's no wind
2: yeah, I agree. Oh, wow. It's very scary because if you're in... going?
1: will it start going back up once it reaches the bottom?
2: If, well, I think if the operator is still alive. If not, you might be stuck at the bottom. I mean, I don't know. They do stop it to let the people who are on it get off. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to ride it back up, you can. Of course, you got to pay for it. But it's not very <laughs> expensive. But, um... Yeah, you know, that's what it is. It's to take you from the top of the mountain down to the bottom, so that you can go. Because if you come down on the, um, I think it's the Monongahela. If you come down on the Monongahela, you end up at Market Square, and there's a whole bunch of restaurants and stuff down there. So that's that's pretty much what's there for transportation. It's
3: a mountain elevator. It is. It is. It
2: is exactly. So, but yeah, that is a that well, is because, a really tough because one. Because I'm thinking,
1: I'm thinking if you could make it go back up you might be able to lure the zombies off the top to fall off the mountain. Oh, so I'm might sure. So it might be
2: safer to exit from the top, or at the top of the mountain. Yeah. It definitely would, because up there, there's actually a residential area, and there's right. a, there's a church. <laughs> the <laughs> church that I was baptized in, as a matter of fact, is at the top no shit yep and my parents were married there and actually we had my my nanos funeral there but um that's right up the top as well um so you might be able to get to safety if you get to the top at the bottom it might be a little harder just because of a there's a big road right there and then you cross the street and then there's all the businesses and stuff so i guess
1: right it might i guess depend on how thick the zombies are at the bottom
2: but you're thinking you gotta think you're in the city of pittsburgh So just think of how many zombies
1: there are going to be But what would be luring them there While you're coming down the
2: mountain
3: The fucking Mm. awesome incline
2: Yeah for real (laughs) (laughs) So the ones that Uh, fell uh, from the top (laughs) The ones that fell from the top Are probably going to be waiting for your
1: ass at the bottom Yeah Because they're going to roll down the hill Because depending on Uh how thick it was And how many are around at the bottom You might be able to try I I guess I don't know what the car looks like That you're coming down in might be able to try to get on top of it and jump over them to get away.
2: Mm, I don't think you could do that. You you need to look it up. You need to look it up. We will touch on this again. I think because <laughs> you need to look it up so you know what it, we're talking about. But um, good question. Uh, top it is a very, a very good question. question. I I actually have never heard this question before, so I'm kind of excited that it's you know, like home oriented. Yeah, definitely. Um, the second, well, the third part to his question. And uh, Freak might be really interested in this one. What vehicle would you want to drive during the apocalypse? And it has to be something that you already know how to drive. No helicopter. If you don't already know how to fly, you can't just hop in and go, baby, go. Yeah, <laughs> hard one. It would all
1: depend on where I was trying to go.
2: Well, I thought you were going to bring up your damn self-driving cars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, if I had a self-driving
1: car, that would be my first choice. (laughs) But right now, if it happened today, then (laughs) I'd plan to stay around my neighborhood, so I guess I'd have to go with my bike. Okay. If I was going further and, like, on a, a supply run and I couldn't carry as much back on the bike, then I'd probably have to take my Kia.
2: There you go. I think I would, well, I can't drive a stick shift, so can't do that. I can't drive a helicopter. And I live right by one of the largest naval bases in the world, so I can't drive any of that stuff over there. (laughs) So I guess I'll have to soup up my minivan and go from there. I'll have to, like, invest in some decent tires and uh, maybe a nice grill for the front, catch zombie guts. And go from there because I mean, I'm not riding a bike. I can't haul my kids around on a bike.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, Micro?
3: <sighs> Assuming that it's at a point in time, maybe year two, three, if I know, when they've got the the charger stations up and running, I would want a Tesla. Oh yeah. And- even even the Tesla they've got now, they're starting to experiment with solar chart with solar power, which it's not going to be enough to do to, to just kind of keep putting along it's, you're going to have to stop and let it recharge but I mean that's going to give you essentially you don't the only thing you have to do is sit and wait for it to charge up or if you come across one of these charging stations and I mean they're they're sturdy they're reliable they they actually have a stronger frame pound for pound than any other any other vehicle that I'm aware of because it's a, it's a solid it's basically just a solid plate that everything else sits on oh, wow. so it's it's going to last that's, that's my go-to. I'd go with something that's going to be sturdy, something that's got some space in it, something that's going to be drivable for the foreseeable future.
2: That'd be good. What about taking his question a little off, since he said we, we had to already know how to drive stuff? Say we know how to drive stuff. <laughs> like, what would you be your go-to? It could be anything. Like, me, personally, I might want Aladdin's magic carpet. Zombies aren't getting me on that bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for if going, for we're going with f- f- things that don't exist. Yeah! I'd want the TARDIS.
2: Oh, shit. I didn't ah. even think about that.
3: <laughs> Freak wins.
2: Damn it. No, I'm thinking of something else.
3: I- I'm, I'd go a little simple. I
2: just want a Zamboni. A Zamboni. That Zamboni. would work, though. That would work. I... It would. <laughs> Just squish down the zombies. <laughs> Shit, I can't. Think, I gotta think of something better than damn Aladdin's magic carpet. I thought it was funny. It was.
1: <laughs>
3: Just you, you, nothing beats Tardis.
1: No, because you're like
2: enclosed in a in a freaking phone booth. So well, you can
1: go someplace where there are no zombies, oh, or a time too. where there I didn't are even no zombies. Think
2: about that part. i haven't really watched doctor who i just know about it from my kids because they they like it i haven't watched any of it yet
1: okay well i'm looking at some of these pictures of the Mm inclines i would have to say that i would get off mid part way down
2: you are looking at that mountain right what You are looking at the mountain, right? (laughs) Yes,
1: but the pictures I'm seeing, it looks like the car goes into a building.
2: It does, at the bottom Mm -hmm. and at the top. So you,
1: yeah, and you might be able to jump, if you could get out, you might be able to kick out the windows and get on top of the car and jump on top of the building before it goes inside.
2: Mm -hmm. Because when it gets inside. Maybe the bottom one.
1: Yeah, the bottom one. If there's zombies in the bottom one, they're going to be inside where the car is going as well. You're not getting out of there. That's true. So, yeah, it'd be safer to get out and f- try to deal with the track and sh- than trying to deal with the zombies inside of that building. And you might be able to jump off the track and get make your way through those woods, depending on how many zombies that you might be able to see in the woods.
3: Okay. In well. some
1: parts of it, at least.
3: That's a good point, because it's tough enough to get in and out of that incline on a busy day when things aren't trying to eat you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I was just looking to see where Mr. Spencer was from. It says he's from Chautauqua, New York. I actually think I've been there before. That's not far from me. Are you that close to New York? I can
3: probably piss on New York from here.
2: I thought you were closer to Pittsburgh.
3: No, I'm four hours from Pittsburgh. I'm actually... I'm about an hour from Erie. I'm
2: okay. from here.
3: I can drive and be across the New York border in five
2: minutes. Holy oh, shit.
1: You, if it takes you five minutes to drive there, you got a really strong stream. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't like to brag.
2: Jeez. <laughs> All right. Um, Rick Becerra has a question. I believe we know him from TVZ as well. I believe he was one of our Torres Torres co-fans. Um, he had a question. Is using zombies for defense, for example, a zombie moat, a good idea with access yeah. in and out of course? Yes. No. I'm kind of scared of that. <laughs> what if they get out? <laughs> no. He's talking okay. about a moat of zombies, right? Zombies in a pit around you Either building. a moat
3: or a wall. I... Go, on, go ahead, Freak. I've got, I've got thoughts. I want to I hear what you got.
1: I've with my house I planned I got the privacy fence around it what I really want to do is plant is plant trees on the outside of the privacy fence put another string of fencing around that so that zombies trying to knock down the walls or the fence then the trees would hold it up so they wouldn't be able to knock it over but I'd put things that would draw a zombies attention there so it might keep it from being a point of interest for any other survivors coming by. The Zombies are kept out, yes, but having some around might keep anybody else from trying to search the place. Which will just keep me and my family safer.
2: That's a good idea. Okay.
3: I don't know. the The only people that I can see this actually keeping out are people who are going to die in this apocalypse anyways, because people who have any idea to do what the fuck they're doing are gonna know how to kill a zombie right so I'm, I'm thinking like I'm thinking the, the mode of zombies where you tie zombies in a like just a wall or you've got a, just a mass of them around you anywhere you're at I, I don't know I, if it's if it's someone who's enough of a fuckwit to not be able to kill a zombie they were dead anyways if it's someone who's <laughs> not so much of a fuckwit they can't do that and they're actually killing zombies then that's probably not going to stop
2: them. Yeah, because they're not afraid. They know how to kill them. So, yeah, but I it mean, was,
3: it's, it's definitely a deterrent. I think you're right on that for you, for sure.
2: Well, I think yeah. it would be like kind of like the uh, the governor zombie pits. You zombie know, zombie pits. well, zombie those are pits.
1: weapons. Those are used as weapons rather than as defense.
2: But, I think they would make better weapons than defense. Obviously. It would be yeah. kind of both, though, because if you have a moat mm-hmm. of zombies around your residence or wherever you're staying, and someone, they're gonna like... They're
1: going to get over it just as easily as you can. You just need to get a ladder or a plank or something. Well,
2: you got people... You got to have, like, a person watching out with a sniper rifle and yeah. shoot them, but I'm saying if somebody doesn't know that they're in there, you know, kind of like... I mean, they'd hear them, I'm sure, but you could somehow camouflage us, so they don't know exactly where they're stepping. And oops, I fell in the zombie pit.
3: Jesus Christ, that's that's some pungy pit shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, okay, all right.
2: I mean, you never know. You never know. Yeah.
3: I mean, if it's if it's gotten no one's surprise to it, I think I think that's doable. If it's if it's something obvious like a moat or just a mass of them. I don't think that's going to work, but if they're if they're walking along draw a line and suddenly fall into it Right. Place, well, yeah, you're fucked.
2: Yeah, because you don't know you're in there, and then you fall in especially if it's dark outside you're <laughs> not going to be able to see anything in there, so surprise! Once you're
3: in, you won't, in, you won't have to see anything you're not going to wonder yourself, I wonder what's gnawing on my foot.
2: Well, that's true. You've you
3: probably got a good idea at that point. Yeah, I'm sure you can <laughs>
2: smell them too. Yeah. <laughs> <It is. laughs> So those were our Facebook messages. Um, I'm so happy to have a little bit of interaction from the fans. I hope we have more. I hope people are actually listening to us. Absolutely. I know more
3: questions. And if, if you think that something we say is absolutely wrong, call us on it.
2: Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping to set up a speak pipe here within the next week or so so that you can call in and actually talk to us. You want to just call and you know, give us a comment or whatever, or you want to... Start an argument. We can do that. (laughs) You know? We're down for whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. Hopefully hopefully we'll have that up soon.
1: And so, I also just noticed Scott had posted. I asked in the last episode what theme song you'd want playing if you turned into a zombie. You could have a theme song. Um, Scott mentions, always look on the bright side of life. uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian. Or... Just have bring out your dad on repeat. Oh, that's what that was. Okay, now now
2: I yeah, I didn't know what it was either. So it was the zombie song. All right.
1: Uh, bring out your dad is from, um, oh,
2: Money Python and the Holy Holy Grail. Classic. Love that
3: movie. Love that
2: movie. (laughs) We'll have to get that on there. We'll have to talk to our our music department. (laughs) We can put them on the end of the episode. And we, anybody else has any requests, please write them in, you know, and eventually you'll be able to call them in, but write them in on the Facebook page. If you have, you know, requests for music, requests for a movie review, we'd like to eventually have a movie review where we watch it all together. Kind of like what we do with the walking thread. If we can ever line it up, it's been a crazy couple weeks for all of us. We haven't even been able to watch together. <laughs> any of our movies, but we'd like to eventually, you know, maybe, since The Walking Dead's not on right now, maybe on a Sunday night at 9 o'clock, start a movie and have a live chat at the same time. So I think that would be fun for everybody. Well, we can try
1: that with Poltergeist on this Sunday, unless anybody else has some, unless either you you two have other plans.
3: Um, I'll probably still be driving back from, uh, from the Philadelphia area, but if it works for you guys, by all means, and I can catch up.
2: Okay, or we can even wait until a little later when you get back if you want if you feel like it. I know I just did a long drive; it's probably the last thing you want to do is watch a movie. You probably want to go <laughs> depends on
3: depends on what time I get out of there because I uh, I was originally planning on leaving from the Philly area you know, earlier in the earlier in the day, but circumstances being what they are, there uh, I've got uh, opportunity to hang out, have uh, have a couple drinks with some folks, so I'm not going to pass that up. No, definitely later. not. <laughs> So we'll, I'll have to talk more about that next week once, uh, once right. it's happened.
2: It'll be a surprise. Yes. We already know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um. Oh, our little uh, who's going to win. Do you want to get into that?
3: Sure. Okay, so this week, come up, trying to come up with some something that's a little bit different. A
2: stock boy versus a gardener. Mm. I'm going to straight up go with the gardener. Really? He's got the tools. He's got the tools and he's got the hose. <laughs> you can do stuff with that.
3: You can do stuff with tools and hose. You can. Yes, yes. Like,
2: Well,
1: I'm, I was thinking if it's a matter of who survives longer, it would be the gardener.
3: It depends on where the stock boy works. If it's a little grocery store, yeah. If it's Walmart or one of the great big box stores, he knows every single hiding space. I guarantee you that stock boy knows where he can hide out for three days, and he could take a nap on the top shelf, and no one will find him.
2: Yeah, but the yeah. gardener can grow stuff. Yes, yeah, the gardener has the skills that'll keep him alive longer. He could probably the stock
3: boy doesn't have to.
2: Yeah, until that food rots or gets <sighs> taken by other people. Yeah, everybody's going to. He can't hold down a grocery store by himself. That's Everybody's looting
1: true. Walmart the first few days.
2: Oh yeah, everybody will run to Walmart right away. I won't because I just went today, so I hopefully won't need to go.
1: Well, I won't because that's where all the zombies are going.
2: <laughs> the zombies are following... already
1: at Walmart. Let me just tell yeah. you, <laughs> they're already the zombies there. are the zombies are following people. They are. You'll have bit. you have bit people not knowing that they're going to turn at Walmart, trying to get supplies.
2: True. What do you think, Amira? Yeah, Mike, right? I, I think you're right. I
3: thought for something else. I got to write it down. I'm going to forget because
1: it's
2: something for another day. Okay. Now I'm I'm still thinking the gardener, like stock boy. Yeah, he'll have he'll be living like a king for like the maybe the first couple days. Even after people come and get supplies, he'll have food. You know the freezers and all that stuff. But eventually that food's going to go bad, except for the canned stuff. Even the box stuff is going to go bad. That's true. I'll tell you, we've bought chips and not open them and you know they don't last very long that air (laughs) deflates and them chips taste like crap so he's not going to have all the stuff that you think he's going to have and the gardener he's going to have not only the tools and the knowledge to grow more food but he's going to have chemicals and he could probably use those chemicals for things that you probably wouldn't think to use them for you know to defend his place some of those chemicals are really dangerous to people, and they probably could be just as dangerous to zombies.
3: All right, that's that's true. I, I, I don't think there's any, any <laughs> argument on this one. I, you're right,
2: you're right. Everybody's going Gardner? Yep. I think we're
3: going Gardner. All right. So if anybody has any ideas of other matchups they want to see, throw them up on the page. We'll get them in.
2: All right. We have any more uh, banter for this week?
3: I don't think so. I have got one one article I want to talk about. Okay, um, found something pulled off the, uh, the Zombie Research Society's page today, and it's about glowing
2: zombies. Ooh, that's different.
3: So, background on this: apparently, there, wh- there's certain types of bacteria, fungus, flora, fauna, whatever you want, whatever it is that can grow on a body once it once it's, de- it's dead. It actually flourishes at temperatures below uh, below normal, and it. It glows for for whatever reason it glows, and they actually found during uh, during some of the earlier wars they would find folks that had uh, that had died, and they, their bodies would be laying out on the battlefield glowing. Really? Yes. And they also they also found that uh, some of the the folks that came in with really serious wounds that should have killed them either just through infection or bleeding out, and these wounds were glowing, and they would treat them, and these people fared a lot better. They actually healed much better than would be expected. And what they're, what they suspect is that these bacteria actually have antibiotic properties. They As they're doing their thing, they're releasing antibiotics or antibiotic compounds.
2: I have never heard of this. That's pretty interesting.
3: So they, they did a little, little logical hop, skip, and a jump here, talking about if this, ha- if this is true and zombies are getting up and shambling about, they're going to be below normal body temperature, so you're going to see glowing zombies, presumably. It could happen. And this is talking about earlier when I was talking about if if they rot at all. If these things are coated and just flooded with this bacteria that glows and produces antibiotic, prop- uh, antibiotic compounds, are they actually going to rot? Are they going to decompose and rot away? Or is this going to extend their shelf life?
2: Oh, that could be bad.
3: Uh-huh.
1: But would something in the zombies or the zombie virus fight off these ba- this bacteria
3: it's hard to and, tell and At flip it, side of that could it cure could this glowing bioluminescent bacteria that's antiseptic could it cure could it, once these are they're infected and they get reinfected with this glowing ba- uh, glowing bacteria is that enough to kill whatever is causing them to reanimate and then they just flop down
2: oh that could be too I'll tell you what, it would make them a lot easier to see in the dark. It would also make them well, creepier. Oh, yeah. Pop. It would be scary as shit, but, um, that would not be good if we had a zombie moat. No, the, the, you're kind of hard <laughs> to
3: hide. Zombie moat's hard enough to hide. When you make it glowing, that's fucking Unless,
2: tough. unless it looked like fire or something. Yeah, put hoodies on them.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> put
2: hoodies on the zombies. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ.
2: Now we have to go to Walmart. Damn it.
3: Okay, so did, just uh, just something that kind of an oddity that came up that popped up on was it the Society's webpage today.
2: Is it the same kind of bioluminescence that's like in a jellyfish? Was, was that what they were saying? Or The
3: the mechanism is probably similar, what actually causes them to glow. Um, but as far as the actual bacteria itself, I don't think there's any, any actual correlation. It's just for whatever reason, this type of bacteria has evolved to glow. And
2: this <laughs> is a real thing.
3: Yeah, it's actually, I'll, uh, I'll throw the link up. Uh, for the uh, for the article, and it's actually in, our, in the uh, in the notes that I have as well. That uh, it it's, it's an actual legitimate thing, and this is anybody who's not familiar with Zombie Research Society, they don't post satire, fake news stories. This is right. everything they do. They it's based on fact and evidence, and they glowing zombies. The glowing is a it's a documented thing all the way back into the, the early war, Civil War, World War One. It's
2: a thing I'm definitely gonna look those up I'm glad you brought up zombie research Society because I hadn't heard anything about them in quite a while
3: they're I mean they're always fairly active they're they're posting stuff regularly it does
2: I don't get I guess because of the way Facebook is I don't see a lot of their stuff
3: mm-hmm. I actually have them up on my bookmark bar when I'm I need to do that working diligently I'll click on it and occupy my time that way right right
2: <laughs> I need to I need to bookmark them as well there's a few other you know, really good sites that I've actually not seen in a while that I need to do the same so that they'll come up on my page.
3: One other thing they do for any of the zombie movie buffs out there, they do have a link on their page to to the net. Uh, to, they actually keep a, a rolling archive and they update it fairly regularly of zombie movies that are available to stream on Netflix right then. Oh, nice! So and they cool. they update it fairly regularly. So as things start, as things pop up and things go away, they they keep on it.
2: Okay, we'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Any other topics you guys want to touch on before we get going? Nothing I can think of. I don't think so. Well, I hope everybody will join us next week and we'll watch Poultry Geist on Netflix. And you can find us, of course, on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics and that is all capital letters. Where can I find you guys? I still forgot to look up my Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: you can find me at Freak5Chaos on Twitter. And I usually try to plug something each week, and I can't think of anything right now. I guess the, um, the Secret World Chronicles podcast is pretty good, so I guess I'll plug them. Sounds good.
3: Okay, and as for me, Micro, you can find me online on Twitter at EDA14, on untapped, EDA14. And on Snapchat. Still figuring it out. Not still getting it, but uh, trying. And that's Eric with a K1990. That's E-R-I-K with a K1990.
2: I remember... As far as... I was going to say, I remember my Twitter. Do you? Go ahead. It's at XDefied, and it's X-D-A-F-I-E-D. Okay. That's my Twitter. I forgot. I'm
3: going to have to look that up. I didn't didn't know that... that, uh, you even had a Twitter? I gotta look that up. Yeah, it's up there, and it says Jesse
2: Pittsburgh on it, so you'll see it. It has the zo- I think it has the Zombie Anonymous background.
3: Gotcha. And uh, as always, never don't forget to uh, stop by the Zombie Radio Network and check out some of our other podcasts and affiliates. We've got Zombie Dance Party Incognito, the XD Experience, Woo! Creepercast, Woo! Zombie Life Podcast. Who is also yesterday. going to be TV? Zombie Life TV. How about that? That is
2: so freaking cool.
3: We've got uh, Ivan's Toys. And Woo! also the John and Ivan Show. Woo! <laughs> so definitely stop by and check those out. Show them some love. Let them know that
2: uh, Zombie Anonymous sent you. Also, check out Zed Radio. Oh, yes, um, Zed Radio. Must hate zombies. And I hear a rumor that z Nation is coming back. Oh, so fuck. you definitely got to get on. They have a new Facebook page. So you got to look for that. There's no hyphen this time. So, definitely go see them, guys. I've missed them, and I'm glad they're coming back. Um be good to have them back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to think, who else do we got? I think that's about it for right now. If I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. We're, we're working on keeping notes and all that good stuff, and half the time I can't even read my own handwriting. So. <laughs> we'll put
3: together a rolling list. Yell at us if we missed you, and we'll, we'll get you next time for sure. Absolutely.
2: All right, guys. Well, I guess we'll see you next week with Poultry, guys. <laughs> All right, peace out. Good night, everybody.
1: Bye, guys.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?